Today we're going to be continuing in a sermon series that we have been in for a few weeks now, and it's called Love Lives Here. Now, I want you to know that this series has really been focused on our church here. We, we have visited, revisited our vision for the church. We have talked about our new mission for the church, about loving Jesus, loving each other, and loving our world. And now we're looking at our core values as a church. Now, I know if you're a guest with us today, or if you're watching online, you say, well, you know, Ed, I don't normally attend here, and you're going to be talking about the church. Well, I want you to know that this is going to be great for you as well. We're going to be talking about our core value of service today. And wherever you do attend church, um, you, you can take this back, and and you can see how important it is for you to serve and maybe go back and share it with your pastor or wherever you are and, or, or have somebody watch the message online. And, and if you're way across the world over there watching us, uh, you know, online, uh, you know, get involved wherever you are and you can serve there as well. So this is for everybody today, but, but we're going to be talking a little bit to our, our church regular attenders here today as well. So, but I'm excited about it because we're going to be talking about service. Now, I get all worked up about service because I get excited when I see pictures like I saw of Community Fest yesterday where so many people, thousands of people were in downtown Winter Haven and we had so many people there serving. Let me tell you what happened. My daughter was leaving yesterday. She walked by a tent and there was a vendor and the vendor said, you know, I don't even think I need to rent a tent next year. I just need to buy a bunch of t-shirts and hire people to wear them. Because there were so many people with Heartland shirts on there. I said, you don't need to buy a t-shirt. Just come to Heartland. We'll give you one. And uh, so, or she said that. So uh, that would be great. But I'm just going to tell you, it was a, it's great to see people serving. And, uh, you know, there's some things that are going on in our building. And I, I want to make you all that regularly attend and our guests, you know, aware of those things. So right now, I think I have some ministry representatives out there. And you guys come on up. If, if, if you're, you're out there. And, and while they're coming up, let me tell you what, what's going on. If you've noticed in our, our lobby, there have been some changes that have been taking place. And uh, used to, uh, you know, it was decorated real beautifully out there. And we, you go across the hall and we, and we had the connection room over there. And if you need to know anything about the children's ministry, the kids' ministry, uh, about small groups or anything, heart groups, that we would send you over to the connection room. Well, if you noticed this morning when you came in, if you looked, if you saw it, it says resources above that room now. And you notice these brightly colored stripes on the wall. And up at the top of those stripes, it says things like kids and next steps and heart groups and prayer and students and guest central and all those kind of things. Because we're excited to announce a new way of providing information for you and helping you uh, to, to navigate your way around this place to get information about the things you need information about. If you'll notice up here this morning, we got all these wonderful people up here with these beautiful shirts on. They all look great. Don't they look great? Give them a hand. They all look great up here this morning. Listen, I get excited. Let me tell you what really makes me excited. And I, I know I'm a little weird. I think about things, but you know, I started Heartland in 2002, Gary Grubbs family and my family, we started Heartland and we started Heartland with 14 people. Look at the number of people we just have serving up here this morning. This is my whole church back when we started. This is great. So I get excited about that. So, but listen, here's what we want you to know. It's beginning next week when you come to church and you're walking through the lobby, you're going to see those bright stripes painted on the wall. And in front of those stripes, you're going to see, or they're over in the coffee cafe, the real popular place in church. Okay. 
the coffee cafe folks will have on these coffee cafe shirts and they will be there to serve you. And then you'll go down, you'll look and there'll be somebody standing in front of the area that says kids and they're going to have an iPad and anything you need to know about children's ministry, you can ask them. They're there to walk you to wherever you need to be walked to, to answer the questions that you need and uh, they can help you out. And, and if you want to know about student ministry, we have students and uh, they're always full of energy and excited and, and, and so we, we have them up here and they can tell you about the student ministry. Guest Central out here, when, when you walk right out the doors, the desk that's out there is Guest Central. You can get any kind of information. And if you walk up to Guest Central and say, where do I go to find out about my kids? They're going to point you to the arm-shirted people. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be great. And then we have resources. Now, the resource center is not open this week. Ne hopefully next week, maybe we can get that open. We're going to have some new resources in there. If you want a shirt, you can get a shirt. And hopefully we might even have some hats and Maybe a hoodie. I know that for some reason I've been getting all these people saying we need hoodies. Okay, so uh, and and but but Bibles and commentaries and, and, and books and things that we think would be valuable for you to, to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Be in the resource center, and that's right across where the barn doors are. So they'll be over there having a great time. You know, just. Selling all kind of stuff to you. Okay, it'd be great. And then we have the prayer, the prayer team. And, and so we, you see over the hallway coming in this area on this side over here to my right, there, it's, it's purple when it says prayer. And we always invite you to go back and pray with people or go back if you make a decision for Christ, those kind of things. And the prayer folks will be back there to help you and to pray with you. Right now, you can see the knees of their pants are worn out because they're prayer people <laughs> back there. And then, and then we've got small groups, which we are heart groups, okay? And so you can... If you want to get in a group, and we, that's right, and we want everybody to be in a group, right? We talk about it all the time. You can go see these folks. They, can, they will be able to explain to you, show you, help you use the church app, whatever you need to get in a group, right? That's right, right? right. They just want to make sure. Okay, and then next steps. This is if you just need to know what the next thing you need to do is. You go and talk to the people in next steps, and they'll ask you, where are you? What's going on? And, you know, did, did you, you know, you say, well, I just gave Christ my life. I just pushed my, put my faith and trust in Jesus. And, and, and you say, I don't know what to do next. Next steps are going to tell you what to do. They're going to help you out. And so that's what you're going to do. You're going to come in, and you're going to see all these people in these shirts going to have their iPads and all those stripes on the wall. It's exciting isn't it? And this is good stuff right here. You can just wander around out there. And, 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 and then the other thing that they're going to be doing is those of you, I'm going to be talking about serving, that aren't serving, they're probably, as you walk by, they're going to all be going, are you serving? Are you serving? Are you serving? Stand by. Okay, it's going to be fun. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for serving. Yeah. Thank them for serving. That is so great to see them serving. And thank you for being willing to come up here. And unless you want to preach, you need to leave now. Okay, now... <laughs> Good deal. Thank you all so much. Man, I'm excited about all this. It looks so beautiful out there. All these great things are going on, and, and it's going to be a, a, an exciting time. And, uh, you, you know, and it's going to be great for you. If you attend and you're not working in one of those areas, just think about this. This is your answer. This is the new thing you can do. If somebody says, hey, how do I find out about my children? I need to know what to do with my children. All you have to do is just look around the lobby and go, Right there where it says kids, they can tell you all you want to know. So you have the answer. So it's great. So we're all kind of like Information Central, right? Great. Well, I'm excited. Well, today we're going to be talking about service. Now, we've been talking about our, our vision statement. We talked about that, about, you know, about the future, about what we would like to see God do and where we believe he's leading us and all that kind of stuff. Then we talked about our mission, about how we're going to accomplish that vision through, through the mission. And then we've been talking about core values. Now, we 
celebrate uh, the individuality of folks. We celebrate that God created us all different. He gave, uh, differently. He gave us different gifts, abilities, and talents, and all those kind of things. And um, we celebrate that. But as a church, when we come together as a group of believers, there needs to be some things, some core things that we believe, some things that we can rally around that bring us all together as a group of believers. And, and so our core values uh, that we have, we have seven of them as a church. And so we have been talking about those for the past couple of weeks. Now, we've already talked about worship and we've already talked about community. We value worship, we value community. And today we're gonna to be talking about service. So I wanna share with you a statement that we have. We have these value statements. So let me read you what our statement says about service. It says, service is the action of our faith in Jesus. It comes from the joy that salvation brings. It is the willingness to give of one's time and energy and resources to further God's kingdom through help in the mission of the church and to the world around us. And all believers have been uniquely gifted by the Holy Spirit to serve. Now, I like the way this starts off. I love that first sentence. It says, service is the action of our faith in Jesus. You see, it's putting all those things that God has equipped us with, all the giftedness and the passions and the personalities and, and the education, the background and resources and work experience, life experience. It's taking all those things and using those things to advance the kingdom of God. It's using those things to reach people for the kingdom. It's using those things in the local church to serve so that we can carry on our services and do the things that we do week in and week out and, and together. And so that's what serving is. And we value that at Heartland. It takes a lot of people here each and every week uh, in our church to make things happen. Hundreds of people volunteer each and every week just to make the services happen. And, and you know, service is a great thing. And I know that when I talk to you about this, I know that a couple of things happen. I, I think that one thing that happens is there's a little bit of a tension that can sort of well up inside of us when you talk about service. And here's why. Because I know something about you guys. I know because I talk to you all the time, and I know it about my own life. We're all busy. All, anybody here busy? Anybody busy? Oh, you're not? None of you are busy? Okay, are you, are you still asleep today? Is that, is it, it's the clock thing. It's a, okay, well, you know, we're all busy, aren't we? And anytime somebody asks you to do something or says that you need to do something else, it creates a little bit of a tension inside. You're like, oh, man, I've got so much going on already. I don't know how I'm going to do this. But, 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 you know, I know something else about you too. I know that if you genuinely have a relationship with Jesus, if you've put your faith and your trust in him as your Lord and Savior, that, that he's called you to service, and, and I know that he's, the Bible tells us that when we come to know Christ, that, that we're given these, a spiritual gift, and, and, and maybe more than one. And, and, and so we're given these gifts. And because God has given us the gifts, and because he saved us, and because we're indwelled by the Holy Spirit, I know that there's another little tension inside. And it's that little tension that says, you know, I know I've got a lot going on, but I also know I need to be doing something for Jesus. I need to be serving in some capacity and maybe it's not serving in the church here as much. It might be serving at the mission in downtown Winter Haven. It might be serving out there somewhere. It might be helping someone. It might be working at the pregnancy center here in town. It, but, but we're all called to serve. And if we're part of a local body of believers, then I believe we should be serving in that local body of believers as well. But there are these tensions that exist. So, so what do we do with it? And how are we to understand it? And what are we supposed to, to do? 
with all of this? Well, I want to talk about that today. And, and normally when I do uh, preach sermons the way I do, I go through passages of Scripture and pretty much stay there and just sort of camp out and walk through the passage. And today I'm going to move around a little bit because I believe that it's necessary as we understand service. Why do we value service? What is the big deal? Why do we here at Heartland value service? Well, first of all, we value service because God created us for service. He created you for service. He created me for service. Ephesians 2.10, Paul's writing a letter to the church in Ephesus, and he's talking to them, and he's listening to what he says. He says, for we are his workmanship. Talking about God's workmanship. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You see, God has created us for the purpose of bringing him glory. And, and the way we bring him glory is, is through placing our faith and trust in his son, Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of our sins, and, you know, and, and to be saved. I mean, we, that brings him glory. And then as we're indwelled by the Holy Spirit and we're gifted by God to use the gifts for God's glory and also to serve. As we'll see later, Jesus, that was what he was all about, was, was serving. So we bring God glory uh, through these things, and we're created to serve. And, um, you know, and if you're in this local church, as I said a moment ago, God has you here. For whatever reason, at this particular point in time, this place in time in history, in this location, God has you here. And so this is the place where we can come together, and you can use your unique um, gifts and, and abilities and passions and resources and personality and, and experiences and all those things. You can, you're, you're wired to be uniquely you and you can use those unique things that God has wired you to be and, 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 and how you live your lives and all those things. You can bring those together to all, with all these other folks that are here and we can bring that together like into, it's like putting all these ingredients into this one big pot and we sort of stir it up. And when we do that, we can be a powerful, powerful force for the kingdom of God. Because we can do things together we're to, that we can't do individually. And so we can bring all those things together and we can serve together. And that's a really important thing for us all to do. We're created for the purpose of bringing God glory. It's, it's our purpose. It, it, that's why we're created, to serve. And when we don't serve, it's, it, things don't work the way they're supposed to in our lives. We, we don't realize our full potential. We don't realize all the blessing that God has for us when we're not serving when we're not doing what we're created to do. You know, I, I was, as I was preparing this message, I was, something happened. I, I had to go up in my attic. And uh, up in our attic, we have a, it's hot in attics in, in Florida. It's always hot in the attic, right? And, and it's dark up there. And, uh, you know, you got all that equipment up there. We got air conditioner up there, handlers and all that stuff. And, and then we got all these decorations and stuff that, you know, you put up there. And then stuff that you don't even know you have anymore you got up there. And stuff that's been up there for 115 years. And, and you go up there and you and we got this one little light. And you pull the string. And it's one little dim light bulb. It just doesn't light up well. So I decided, well, I can fix that. So, you know, so I went to local um, uh, hardware store and I got one of those these little things it's like a like a elastic little thing you put on your head and it's got one of those LED lights on it that if you look at it you can't see for two days you, you know what I'm saying and it, then it'll do the strobe light thing and then you freak out when you see this it. crazy and I, I'd love to do that I like to do that. I got a cat that you know do that the cat goes crazy but but um but, 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 but I got this light, and so I go up into the attic with my light, and man, it's great because I can look around and I can see everything. Well, 
you know, it, it was, this was a while back, and, and uh, it, it was Christmas, actually, and, and uh, it's time to go up and get the Christmas decorations and, and stuff down for Nancy. And, and so I put my little light on, and, and I climb up the ladder into the attic, and I push the button. The light didn't come on. I'm like, oh, man, this is great. You know, so I'm shaking it and beating on it and everything. It's not coming on. I climb back down the ladder. I get down, and I open it up. And when I open it up, there's all this green corrosion just stuff all in there. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And, and you know what happened is that, that, that I had not used the light for a while. I hadn't used it. It had just been sitting idle. Nothing, you know, not, not using it for its intended purpose. And what happened is the inside sort of just got all corroded. And, you know, I thought about that light and I thought, that's kind of like us. You know, God has created us to be a light. He's created us to, to use our gifts and talents and abilities and resources to help others and, and to serve and to serve in our local church and all those things. But sometimes we don't use those things. Sometimes we just sort of sit there. And we just sit there and over time our light gets dimmer and dimmer and it stops shining. And if we were to look inside, sometimes it even gets corroded in there and we start oozing this stuff out on other people. Right? And so I want you to remember that illustration because I want you to know that your light needs to shine bright for Jesus. And the way your light shines bright is when you use what he's given you to serve other people. And that's, that's what it's all about. And, and so that's what we're reading here. And that's what we're, we value as a church. We value service. And so why do, we, why do we value service? Because God created us for it. I mean, that's the way he created us, to serve. That's what he created us for. But not only that, we want to follow the example of Jesus. That, that's another reason. I mean, we want to be like Christ, right? I mean, that's a, when we get saved, we want to grow in our relationship with Christ and become like him. Well, one of the descriptions we have of him is found in the book of Mark. And, and, and listen to what it says in the gospel of Mark. It says, for even the son of man, so Jesus, even Jesus came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You see, Jesus came to serve and to give. And if our desire is to grow and to be like him, then we need to serve. We need to be people of service. Unless I learn how to serve and give my life away, I will never be like him. I will never be as much like him as I can be if I don't learn to serve and to give my life away, give my gifts and talents away, and, and, and to use them to advance the kingdom. Use them to win people to Christ. Use them to help people grow in their relationship with Christ. Maybe use them in the local church to serve a cup of coffee. Maybe to help out with the children's ministry. Maybe to provide some information for somebody. Or maybe to get, help somebody get in a group or whatever. But we need to use our gifts. You know, it's interesting that we, we can claim to be a Christian and, and we can have all of our theology down, but, but, but we're never going to be all that we can be for Christ if we're not serving. We're missing out if, if we're not serving. God says the top priority in our lives after loving him and getting to know him should be loving other people. And loving other people includes serving other people. Mark 12, 30 through 31, we, we're familiar with these verses. We've been talking about them all through this series. It says, it, this young man comes up, he asks Jesus, you know, what is the greatest commandment? What is the thing? What, if you could give me the elevator pitch for the 10, big 10, you know, the big 10 commandments, what would it be? Just, just summarize it for me. And, 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 and Jesus said, and you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind and with all of your strength. 
But he didn't stop there. He said, and the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There, there is no commandment greater than these. And then in Mark 10, 45, it says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for, any, for many. You know, see, service is not optional for a believer, for somebody that's put their faith and trust in Jesus. A non-serving Christian is kind of a contradiction. I mean, we, we need to be, to be serving. And, but I know, I understand that it's not, that human nature works against that, right? I, I get that. I mean, we really, if we're just honest, if we can just talk, you know, if, if we're really honest, me included, okay, I struggle with this. I, I'm just telling you, listen, I kind of like to be served. I'm just, I'm just being honest, okay? You hold me accountable, okay? But, but I kind of like, do you kind of like to be served? Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. You do. Ladies, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to pick on you, but, but, I, but, but, but I, I saw this just recently, and, and uh, I was, you know, I was with my wife, and, 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 and uh, she had to have her nails done, you know, and so I, I was with her, and we had to run some errands, so I sat there in the place where you get your nails done. You can't breathe in those places. <laughs> By the way, I just want you to know, I don't know what that stuff is, but I walk out, and they're going, yeah, man, this is like, this is great, you know, I, was, I, don't, I don't know what was going on. She says, I know why you like to go now. I know why. But, but, but anyway, it, it, but, but listen, here's the deal. I, I sort of sat there and I watched these ladies. And I understand, there's just nothing wrong with it. I love to see, you know, I like it that you go get all pampered a little bit. That's great. But those ladies, you ladies in there, the, the pedicure thing. Okay, you're on this big throne and you're kicked back and you got somebody at your feet. And your toes are all spread out with those things between them. And, and then they're just painting your, your toenails and all. All you need are some grapes and a couple of palm tree things. And I mean, you like being served. I'm telling you, you like being served. Don't you like being served? If you don't like being served, next time you tell that lady to get in the chair, you paint her toenails. Okay, I'm telling you, I said, I'm, I, we like to be served. But we're all like that. Guys, don't, okay, I'm not going to let you off the hook because you're sitting in that big recliner at home and you got that glass of iced tea and it's empty and you're just rattling the glass like, hey, little lady, come get my glass. and fill. You like to be served. And, and, and of course, your wife really won't do that. She's going to go get your own tea. So you go, Johnny, get over here and get me some tea. That little guy, that little poor little guy can't do anything but what you tell him. And so you make him get the tea for you because you like to be served. We all like to be, it really, it's, it's counter to our nature, you know, to serve. But you see, when Jesus came, everything he did was counter-cultural, and it was counter to everything just about we knew, wasn't it? I mean, he came to serve, not to be served. And if anyone in the world, God, who stepped out of heaven and came to earth in the form of a man, deserved to be served, it was him. But the Bible says that, that he came, and he, he came as a man. And that not only a man, but he came as a servant. And, and, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be like him, so we're supposed to serve. And, and, and we, we need to be asking questions like, who can I serve? How can I serve? What can I be involved in? How can I use my gifts? How can I use my abilities? How can I use my talents, my resources, all the work experiences I have, all my life experiences I have? How can I use those things to advance the kingdom of God? How can I use those things to bring glory to my Savior? How can I use those things, even in my local church, to maybe use to, to help other people grow in their relationship with Christ or come to know him or, or whatever? I mean, how can we use those things. Man, we value service in this place because we want to follow the example of Jesus. We want to do that. And another thing is that we will be held accountable for our service. In Romans 14, 12, it says, so then each of us will give an account of himself to God. You know, one day we're all going to stand before God 
and give an account of the deeds done in the body, whether good or bad, the scriptures tell us. We're all going to stand before our maker one day and give an account of the deeds done in our body. And I don't know what he's going to say exactly then. I mean, the Bible doesn't tell us exactly what he's going to say. But, but, I, but I believe this. I really believe this. I believe he's going to be interested in what we did with what he gave us. I think he's going to be interested in that. He's going to, you know, maybe one of the questions will be, what did you do with what I gave you? And, and you know, and oh, I just can't imagine going, well, you know, God, I was kind of busy and had a few goals and was trying to achieve my goals. And, you know, I had all those kids and all those different sports and all that stuff. I was running here and going there and running here and doing that and over here and doing this. And, you know, and then we were trying to get that bigger house. So we were working real hard on that. And we wanted 14 cars instead of just 13. So we were working real hard to get that 14th car. And, or we were doing this or we were doing that. We were doing, you know, I think he's going to go talk to the hand. Just talk to the hand. I think he's going to go, what are you thinking? Why do you think I gave you the gift that I gave you? Why do you think I gave you those life experiences that I gave you? Why do you think that, that I gave you the personality that you have, the passions that you have? Why do you think that I blessed you with all those resources that you have? Do you think I did all those things for you so you could just use them on yourself? No. I did all those things for you so that you could advance my kingdom. I did all those things for you so that you could bless others, that you could be a blessing, that you could pour into the lives of other people. I, I gave you those things so, so that maybe you could serve in your local church. I gave you some of those gifts so you could do that so that as people came in, they would have a great experience when they came in. And, and maybe people would come in that did not have a relationship with Christ and they would come in and, and through the experience, they'd go, this is a wonderful experience. So they'd come back a few times. But somewhere along the line, they would hear God speak to them and they would embrace him as their Lord and Savior. That's what I gave you all that stuff for. Man, that would break your heart. It would break my heart if God said that to me. And I, so, you know, so are we using our gifts to help anyone? I mean, we're going to be held accountable for that. And then, then this, is, this is where it gets real personal for, for Heartland here for a moment. But you know what? Your church family needs your service. Your church family needs your service. Your gifts and abilities and talents and all those kind of things. Listen to 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And then first, and then the Living Bible, it says it this way. I love the way it translates this last part of this. It says, all of you together are the one body of Christ, and each of you is a, listen to this, separate and necessary part of it. Have you ever had a part of your body stop working? The, the, the Bible talks about us being the body of Christ. And, and, and you know, the body has a lot of different parts. And, and have, you ever, like, have you ever just stubbed your little toe? This little thing, little toe. Well, some of y'all's are bigger, but, 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 it, but little toe. And, and you stub your little toe. Have you ever like, like broken it before? Have you ever broken a little toe or another toe? Man, you're incapacitated. You can't do anything. I mean, you, just, you, you, can't, you can't hardly move and just from that little thing. You guys have been through a journey with me over the last couple of years, this thyroid cancer thing. And, you know, they took it out. I don't have cancer anymore. They took it out. No, that's great. But I take a pill for the rest of my life because without that little bitty thing in my neck, just this little thing that no one ever looks at and you don't even know it's there and you don't even think you even need it. Let me tell you something. You need it. Okay? Because it, it, it controls things in your body. And that little bitty thing changes everything. Without that little bitty thing, it makes me sick if I don't take the pill. 
And it's the way, that's the way it is in the body of Christ. You see, in the body of Christ, if one part of the body of Christ, if all of us are the body of Christ, you, you, you have a part to play in that body. God has gifted you a certain way. He's given you all of these things that, that we've talked about. And if you don't function the way that you're supposed to function, then the whole body suffers because of that. The whole body suffers. And I don't want, listen, I, I want us all to get involved and I want us all to get plugged in because I don't want Heartland to limp along. I want us to leap. Remember the night of worship? I want us to leap. Okay? I don't want us to limp along. And so I, we need to be involved. Now, I know that, that, that again, this is a, there's that tension of I'm busy. And I've got so many things going on. But if you have a relationship with Jesus, the Holy Spirit indwells you. Let me, let me just tell you what happened. This has been my experience in life. That even when I don't think I have the time, sometimes even when I haven't thought I had the money, Sometimes when I don't think I can do this or I don't think I can do that, if I'll just get on my knees, if I'll just talk to my Heavenly Father, and if I'm doing something to advance the kingdom and I'm doing something aligned with His will, it's always amazing how He makes more time when I need time. And it's always amazing how He brings a little more funds into the deal when we need a little bit more funds. It's, it's, it's amazing that when you commit and when you say, I'm going to do it, that God steps up and does God's stuff. Don't you love it when God does God's stuff? Man, if you've never experienced any God stuff, you're missing out. You, you need to experience some God stuff because he does amazing things. Now, I want you to think about this. We, we value service, and we want all of you to be involved. We want you all to get plugged in in some way. You, you can go, out, go to our website, you, you know, go, go to our church app or whatever. You know, contact us. Meet with one of our pastors. Call the office. Text us. Go you know, to our information area out here. Just go ask someone. Even if you don't know what you want to do or can do, you go, I don't even know what my gifts are. I don't know what to do. You just go and say, I want to serve. We will help you find a place to serve. I promise. And listen, don't, don't get excited and, and fear that if you get put, well, they're gonna, they put me over here and I don't really don't like this. No, I'm, just, I'm stuck here for my life. No, that's not the case. If you go somewhere and it's not working out, you can just come and say, you know, I don't think this is really my deal. And we'll help you go somewhere else and find someplace until you land. But I'm going to tell you what happens very often. Sometimes it's the place that you would least expect you would be happy to serve that God blesses your socks off. I've seen it a thousand times. That's usually the, way, the, usually the way it works. There's stuff in, God wants to do things with you, and there are things inside you that you don't even know are inside you. But if you'll open yourself up to him, he'll show you. And it's exciting, and it's great. Now, I want you to dream with me for just a moment. As, you know, I just want you to think with me for a moment about this. Can you imagine if you were to serve like this? If all of us were serving like this, imagine if you were serving, what kind of an impact would that have on your family if you were serving? You know, one, one thing that I, I learned, you know, uh, now I know I only have one child and she's grown and now I've got grandchildren and I'm watching those grandchildren, but, but I'm going to tell you something that I've learned in, in my life. I think, I think I can say this with authority because I'm a granddaddy, okay? A whole lot more is, is caught than taught. You can teach your kids a lot of stuff, but your children are watching you. And whatever you do is probably what they're going to do. And if you don't serve, they're probably not going to serve. Imagine how it could change your family. If they saw you serving and that, that little one says, Daddy or Mommy, why are you doing this? Because, I, because we, we want to become more like Christ and more like Jesus. And, and Jesus served. And because God has asked us and he's, he's equipped, equipped us to serve. And he's given you, and you great teaching moment. He's given you 
things that you know how to do and things that, and you can help and you can serve. What a life lesson. Well, can you imagine how that might change things? What about our church? What, what might change in our church? Well, what might change at Heartland? How different would it be? I mean, we try to do a good job all the time, but we drop the ball sometimes, I'm sure, but we try to do a good job. But what if everybody, everybody bought into this? Do you think it would make a difference when someone that was our guest came into the church? Do you think it might make a difference if we all were pitching in and we were all serving? What about our community? I mean, do you think it might get people in the community talking? Do you think that there would be a buzz? Do you think God might use it to reach people in our community? It might even change the world if we were all to do it. So I want to encourage you all to serve, to find a place to get plugged in. It's so important to do that. Let me read our definition of service, our statement, one more time. At Heartland, we value service. Service is the action of our faith in Jesus. It comes from the joy that salvation brings. It is the willingness to give of one's time, energy, and resources to further God's kingdom through help in the mission of the church and to the world around us. All believers have been uniquely gifted by the Holy Spirit to serve. I want to encourage you this week. I want us to have a problem. I want our servers to, to smoke because so many of you are emailing us and getting in touch with us and telling us, I want to serve. I had so many people this morning. I was so encouraged between services. I had so many people just come up to me and say, you know, I've been, I've been just kind of having this little tension inside of me for a while that I need to do something. And today I'm inspired. And so I'm going to get involved. That's what I hope that you'll do as well. Use your gifts, use your talents, use your resources, use your personality, your passions, use the way God has wired you. You are uniquely created in the image of God and you are uniquely you and you are special in God's eyes and you have a, um, a makeup that's different than everybody else's makeup and we need everybody together so that we can advance the kingdom of God. Are you on board with me today? Can you do that for me? Let me know, that's right. Thank you so much. Now, we have video cameras right over the screen, and we know everybody that was clapping. And so if you don't serve, we're coming after you, okay? Just want you to know that. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much, God, for your goodness. We thank you for the way that you love us. We thank you, God, for this message today on serving. Father, I know that it's difficult, and I know that we're all so busy, and we're stretched, and there's so many things going on. But God, if we belong to you, you've gifted us, and you've equipped us, and, and God, you will help us to accomplish whatever it is that we need to accomplish for the kingdom if we will just be willing to step out and serve. And so, Father, we thank you for that. And God, we also know that, you know, Lord, as we talk about this today, that we, we I talked about being indwelled by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us and aids us in this. God, in order to be indwelled by the Holy Spirit, we have to have a relationship with your son, Jesus Christ. And so, Father, if there's a person here today, anyone that does not have a relationship with Jesus, I pray that today, perhaps, God, you will grip their heart. And God, they will recognize it and realize it. And maybe something that was said in the sermon today, maybe a conversation that was had in the lobby, maybe a, over a cup of coffee, maybe a prayer that was offered or a song that was sung, maybe, maybe some part of the service or something, or maybe just walking in the lobby, they had a conversation. God, I pray that, that perhaps you've touched somebody's heart today and they have decided today that they genuinely and sincerely desire a relationship with you as their heavenly father. The Bible says if we will confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and if we will believe in our hearts 
that God raised him from the dead that will be saved. So if you're here today, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask you to pray with me if you desire a relationship with Christ. Now listen, there is nothing magic about a prayer. But if you know, if you just know this is what I need and this is what I desire, you pray with me right now. Just say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. God, I've not been following you. So Father, right now I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. And I'm asking you to cleanse me of my unrighteousness. I'm asking you, God, to, to, to just help me to understand how to live for you and to equip me to do that. And God, in the best way that I know how right now, I'm committing my life to you. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer today and you were sincere and genuine, we have the promise of God. We have the promise of Scripture that God will save you. And and if you made that decision, in a moment we're going to sing another song. And as we stand up to sing, I would invite you to make your way to the back of the auditorium. And we have people there with the the prayer lanyards on. and, And they will pray with you and talk to you and answer questions that you might have about that. Or maybe you're here today and you have a relationship with Christ, but maybe you need prayer and you just want to pray with someone. You can go back and pray. Maybe you're here today and you say, you know, I've been a Christian for a long time, but I've kind of been sitting. I'm kind of like that battery that Ed described a little bit earlier. I've been sitting, kind of getting a little corroded, kind of hanging out, not really doing much, but I need that to change today. And maybe you need to pray with somebody about that or just pray about that. I don't know. Perhaps you need to come to one of the crosses that are on each side of the room. You can see people have already put prayer requests up there. And we have little pieces of paper. You can write your prayer requests and stick them up on the cross. We take those down every week on Tuesday at our staff meeting. We pray out loud for every request that's put on those crosses. Perhaps you need to come and just kneel down here at the stage and pray. I don't know what you need to do. But I know this. God's word, the scriptures tell us, never returns void. And I know that God speaks to us. Through, through sermons. He speaks to us through songs, he, through prayer. He, he speaks to us. And if he's spoken to you today, and, and if you need to make some kind of a decision, or you need to make some kind of a change, or you need encouragement, whatever it is, I would invite you to just follow God's lead. You can't ever go wrong if you do that. Would you stand with us now as we continue to worship?